<laughs> I heard lines. Whoops. Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrick and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? It is NFL Draft Weekend. This is the Super Flexible Podcast. I am your host, Steve Halepka, joined here tonight by my boys, Tudrick. What's going on, Tudrick? Oh, man. You came to me first. What's up, buddy? I switched it up, man. Guys, you should sound a lot more a excited than that. No wonder he doesn't come to you first. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll move on. Kill it, dude. It's your it's your chance. And Swax is here tonight. What's up, dude? Uh, that was weak. Steve, uh, Steve, tell him some of, tell him the real deal. Swax, what's going on, man? How you doing, Swax? <laughs> man, I am uh, amazing. We've got an amazing guest here tonight. We've got Brian Har from the Trade Addicts product. Blah blah. blah. I wish I wish I could talk. That's all right, man. It's so much. It's so exciting. It's the NFL Draft weekend. We're all pumped for it. So yeah, Brian Hart here from the Triax Podcast, contributor to DLF. Uh, so Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, fellas. Really appreciate it. Excited to be here tonight. Man, thanks awesome. for coming on. Steve says podcasts a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So th- thanks for hopping on for sure. Um, definitely. Uh, before we get going too far, where else can the folks find you uh, if they're not already following you on Twitter and? various other platforms yeah sure so uh you can find me on twitter at brian har ff uh and like mentioned before uh i am half of the tag team over at trade addicts pod better um thank you i i appreciate that greatly um you know but but russ and i uh dynasty outhouse uh and i have a great time doing our show uh if you haven't checked us out yet go ahead and do that um I'm also a writer slash ranker slash contributor over at DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Um, you can find some of my stuff over there as well. Awesome, man. Yeah, th- thanks for joining for sure. Really appreciate you hopping on tonight with us. So, obviously, NFL Draft uh, underway uh, as we are speaking with you uh, and, and as you'll hear this podcast. Um, so, some other news also. We got some news on Tyreek Hill, Big Ben, got this extension, tons of trade rumors as well. Um, then we'll go into some bold predictions for the NFL draft. And as you're listening to this, you can either laugh in our faces or hopefully we've got something right. And then, of course, our ever popular Superflex trades segment. Uh, but before all that, let's talk about where you can find us on Twitter. So, Swags, where can the folks find you? I am at FL2DrinkMinimum. <laughs> and at DFF underscore Swag. You can also check out at Rookie Fever. Sometimes I'm over there as well. And awesome. then there's a real two drink minimum too. You you missed that Superflex pod, but it's cool. That's all oh. I got. Move on. But I you were gonna do I wanted to leave something. For I'm going you. back on time now. Wait. Get out of here. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at at the real Halupta and at Superflex Trades. Uh, so yeah, we're looking some decent sized news coming out before the NFL draft. Um, Tyreek Hill, we learned today, will not be charged in his domestic abuse uh, situation. Um, so it came out just a bit earlier. Uh, before this recording. Um, so with that news coming out, we'll start with our guest, Brian. I mean, does this put Tyreek right back at the top of your wide receiver one rankings in Dynasty? Uh, I mean, it certainly helps. Um, I don't know that I'm completely beyond it yet. Uh, he's not, he's, he's cleared in the court of law, but not the court of Roger Goodell law. Sure. Right. So, yeah. um, so certainly it's a better, it's a better, news conference today than what I personally was anticipating. I thought he was going to get charged with something personally, so um, it's good that he wasn't, uh, I guess at least in terms of dynasty value. Um, 
But we'll see what happens here with the league. Uh, you never know. They're, you know, Goodell and his cronies are, you just never know what they're going to cook up um, as far as these suspensions go with these players. Um, I love Hill, the player. I mean, he's he's an unbelievable talent, um, you know, big time weapon in that offense uh, with, with a quarterback that can literally outthrow him, which is crazy, um, you know, in terms of the arm talent there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I love Hill, the player. I just I, I'm a little bit risk averse naturally, I guess, um, across my dynasty teams. So um, I, I would still kind of, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a Tyreek owner, I would probably this opportunity to like hey see he's out of the water see you want him still sell <laughs> sell high now so, yeah exactly so did he get a value bump today then is what you're saying i think he Just probably a little bump yeah i think he probably did I, yep. I tried to buy low throughout that process um to no avail um i was probably a little bit cheap on it i guess if nobody accepted but did you guys anybody get any shares of tyreek throughout this process or buy any shares or either way sell or buy i did not no not not well, currently. Yeah, I didn't either. <clears throat> I know um in uh Trade Addict six two drink, you're in that one, aren't you? Correct, sir. Yeah, and Shane is in that. Shane Manila. Um Shane Shane panic sold them uh, yes. off the off the jump news, like right off the bat. So Yeah. Um like same look, day. <laughs> I'm trying to look to see if I can find it, but yeah, no, he, he did. It was like the second the news dropped, he uh he went ahead and, and sold um at a pretty nice uh, value so so you feel like this is the a kind of situation that could go on and on and on similar to like the zeke case where you ended up getting six case six games there were never charges or anything filed on him but it still lingered and kind of still is held over his head today yeah i think so i mean the one thing about this situation that's a little bit different is i'm not sure that i didn't hear all of the stuff today um in terms of what the, the da said or whatever but um it seems like they're not 100% sure that, I mean, they're 100% sure that something happened, but they're not 100% sure that he was involved at all. Right. So that's a little bit different than the cases like, you know, Zeke with, I mean, Zeke had a couple things there with the shirt pull up and all that stuff. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if, if I, I think they'll investigate him for sure, do an internal thing and see what happens. Um, and if they find anything, they'll, they'll suspend them. I mean, they, they've shown that they'll do it. Yep. Know, even though there's not legal evidence that proves anything. So um, I, I still would tread with caution here. Um, and, yeah, I do think it's going to be a lingering thing. So with that being said, I mean, six games, right? Zeke got six games, and he is still widely considered and almost uh, consensus, you know, top four dynasty running back. I mean, even if Tyreek is suspended for those six games, does it really have an impact to his overall dynasty value? I mean, it, Brian, would, would that really impact his kind of standing in your mind, even if he's suspended for six games? Well, I'll preface again by saying that I'm a little bit risk averse. So right. if, if, he, if these guys have a history uh, of, of off the field troubles, uh, which he does, I mean, he had, uh-huh. he had the stuff back in college too. Sure. Um, you know, so, so the guys that show kind of a pattern of behavior, I think it's a little bit more concerning in terms of my personal, uh, you know, the strategy around those guys. Having said that, will it impact their dynasty value? No. And and you can, I mean, you can go to Josh Gordon, you can go to Zeke, you can go to, I mean, you know, these guys that have, the, you can go to Kareem Hunt, I mean, his value is going to rebound ridiculously about week seven this season. Um, you know, already has started to. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think that in the majority of dynasty owners' minds, I don't think that 
long term this will have too much of an effect on his value. Um, but for me personally, it does. You know, if I can get a comparable player in terms of value, if I can flip Hill for a, a, a running back that's, you know, around the same value, um, you know, I would probably do that, especially if my team could handle it. Joe Mixon? Wide receiver. Take Joe Mixon for Tyreek Hill? Uh, <laughs> so Mixon also has a history, right? Um, yeah. But, but he's not, he hasn't been suspended in the league yet. So that's nope. a little bit, that's, that's a little bit different. I mean, it, I, 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 I would rather stay away from Mixon too. And, well, and, that's the offer on the table, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would probably, uh, I'd probably, I would probably go Mixon, but it's really close. Yeah. Okay. Swag's is that kind of the same offer that you offered in your other league for Hill, or was it lower than that? Man, so I actually made, I traded Tyreek Hill away last year for Joe Mixon, and I'm I'm happy with okay. it today. And I mean, that was, uh, I mean, that was probably, man, I'm trying to think realistically, that was probably more about a year ago. And uh, yeah, yeah, I do it today. I'd, I'd be happy with Mixon over Tyreek. You guys, I'm a running back guy, though. Mixon's relatively young. Um, uh, yeah, I take the Mixon side. I think it's a little less risky, too. A little less, air quotes. So Yeah, no, I think I agree there. Um, but Tyreek, man. Tyreek's like the very best version of Deshaun Jackson, like that we'll, that we'll ever see. That was the nicest thing you could have possibly said about DJX. Right? Well, I said the, the very best we could ever think of. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, this is like, I don't know, the, to the nth power of Deshaun Jackson playing in Chip Kelly's system. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I would take Nixon, but it's very, very close. I mean, there's usually three to five running backs that are going to outscore the wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the weekly floor of a RB one. Yeah, and again, you are an RB guy. So I mean, yeah. well, I'll ask two drink then. Two drink are hot pill or mixing in your mind. Man, I was really hoping you guys are going to forget about me. For no way. You enjoyed your first. Gotta have you on. It's, it's definitely tough. Uh, I'm gonna go upside on Tyree. Okay. It, it feels gross. Uh, mixing's way safer. Now so, then, uh, two drink. I'll what about outside. your boy Sammy? Did you think you were going to get away from that? <laughs> no, no, but I mean, uh, the big if of, of healthy Sammy, uh, you know, I saw bigger things last year coming up, so it didn't happen, and, and I'll continue to project probably more than you guys, but yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to have that number one uh, in targets there, but I think that would have been Kelsey anyways. Yeah, I think that's for sure. I'm still fine holding Sammy, like, nobody's going to come get him from my team, sorry. That's no, not how you that probably works. want a little bit more than people are going to give you. Always. <laughs> that's one of those guys, yep. Where is he in your rankings? Where is he going to be? Like, if you did rankings, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I got some loose ones. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's inside the top twenty for sure. Really? Probably. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. I, like seventeen probably feels right off the top of my head. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I had him at nine last year, guys. Good lord! Like, I'm not coming that far off. You uh, did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, okay, so let's, uh, let's move down from Kansas City to another team in the AFC East, uh, sorry, the AFC, I should say. On top of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who gave their quarterback Ben Roethlisberger a two-year extension for $63 million. So Big Ben will be with the Steelers for the 2021 season. Uh, obviously big change in weapons for the Steelers this offseason with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown moving on. Uh, so I guess first question. <laughs> Thank you, Swag. Uh, first question out of the gate, obviously Ben is, in his mid-30s right now, uh, and has a 
massive injury history. Um, so Swag, we'll start with you on this one. Do you think Ben plays out the full length of that contract? Um, well, I want to get to Brian pretty quick because he's yep. uh, he's our Steelers guy, guy this yep. evening. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it, for me, I just it's just I just think the team needs a new leader. But Brian, you're closer to that situation. It's your team. That's all I'm going to say for now. But uh, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, so so this one's interesting. Uh, and and looking at the sheet heading heading into the show, I was I was excited to talk about it. Um, so I agree in so so I agree and disagree with the new leader. They do need a new leader. They need to bring in more and more high character, high quality people into that room. They had one on the defensive side of the ball, and he broke his back. Mm-hmm. Ryan Shazier was the guy that yep. started to step into that leadership role in that locker room as a young guy. They have a couple other guys there too on the defensive side of the ball: Cam Hayward, uh, T.J. Watt. You know, so they're they're building that on that side of the football. On the offensive side, it's been Ben and it's been Ben's team. Ben isn't like he, he's never going to be in the uh, conversation for greatest human. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. He's a drama queen. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a jerk. You know, uh, I mean, he just to put it to put it plain and simple, um, you know, he he, uh, he he stirs up a lot within within the organization, um, you know, and, and there's numerous examples of it. But as a football player and as a quarterback, he's underappreciated and especially, especially in Pittsburgh. There yeah. are people yeah, I agree. that just want want him gone. And this this guy is like and he just he's coming off statistically his best season ever. So. And, and you, you know, I mean, what are they going to do if they don't have Big Ben? They don't have uh, an answer for the next couple of years anyway. Right. Now, what I, I do think this means for the team moving forward as far as the offensive side of the ball, I think they draft another wide receiver in this draft, probably not in the first round. Hopefully, they need to draft defense in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe second, um, maybe the extra right, third. Go. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and there's going to be some talented I mean, the wide receivers that we're talking about, uh, you know, in the top half of the first round of dynasty rookie drafts, I mean, there's a good chance that there's multiple players in that realm that drop into the second round uh-huh. uh, of the actual NFL draft. So, you know, the, the talent that would potentially be available um, with, you know, guys like maybe Kelvin Harmon, um, Debo Samuel. I mean, there's there's a number of options where I could see them going uh, in that regard. Going Miles Sanders. <laughs> Get you guys uh, a running hey, back, you know? Hey, hey. Well, they they have they have a pretty nasty one uh, back there too. But but yeah. But with this Ben thing, I mean, obviously the cash is a, is a little bit of an issue. But that's why I think they try to bring in some young offensive playmakers, um, you know, on rookie contracts so that they can. Uh, use those guys, and then when Ben drops off, if those guys hit, they'll be able to pay him to stay. Yeah, I think it's totally fair. Um, you know, I do think clearly Mason Rudolph will not be the answer there um, in terms of the next in line there. So I do think the Steelers are just kind of waiting their their time out here until they can really get a new signal caller back there. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ben going forward is going to be interesting to see if he can now, I guess, raise up some of the other players around him again. Similar to what he did previously with the young Le'Veon Bell and younger Antonio Brown and younger Emmanuel Sanders, can he make them better players? Um, now for your your uh, James Washingtons and maybe a resurgent Dante Moncrief and whoever they decide to pick in the third round or second round. Um, so I'll be intrigued to see what happens with the Steelers' offense this year with a whole bunch of new new faces there. 
um, really starting to see some more significant playing time and significant role uh, for each of these teams. Um, so sticking with kind of the weapons in, in Pittsburgh, I know this is not, this is, this is not on the sheet, but um, kind of favorite pass catcher besides Juju. I mean, is, is Vance McDonald kind of one of your favorite guys there now, or is it, are you more of a James Washington or Dante Moncrief guy? Um, I, I definitely, so I, I definitely like McDonald uh, mm-hmm. if he can stay on the field. Now that's been the biggest thing for him too. Last year was the first year uh, where he was like relatively healthy uh, mm-hmm. and he had a pretty nice season. So, um, you know, I, I think he's probably going to have similar target numbers. I think he was in the mid seventies this year. Um, I can see that actually bumping a little bit, but I think the guy that benefits the most, honestly, uh, from from the departures of, of uh, well, Le'Veon, obviously, and then Antonio Brown in the passing game is going to be James Conner. Um, I mean, he was a fantastic receiving back out of the backfield last year. When you look at the numbers, you know, it, they were good. I mean, he was he was really good in that department. Um, and I think his targets are going to go up in that in that offense as far as in the passing game. Now, Jalen Samuels is probably going to get an opportunity to contribute some there as well <clears throat> if they don't bring in another back, which personally, I can't see them investing a lot of draft capital in. I mean, they may do it later in the draft, uh, depending on who's around, but I can't see them invest in draft capital and running back. Um, you know, I think Connor showed he can handle the, the load uh, through 13 games. I think he, was, he and Ezekiel Elliott were almost identical statistically mm-hmm. through the first 13 games of the season. So, um, you know, and he, he definitely benefits from a good offensive line uh, and from a style passing game. And that's going to change a little bit, obviously. I mean, you may, you may see some more stack boxes here to see uh, you know, especially early in the season, uh, while teams are figuring out what they're going to, you know, what these guys are going to do as far as throwing the ball. Um, but I think James, I, I really do think James Conner is going to benefit here uh, in the passing game. Um, as far as the receiving weapons, you know, James Washington is, is a guy that I, I think he's going to be a big play guy. You know, he's he's going to have he's going to have some games where he catches three passes for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. He's also going to have those games where he gets targeted twice and drops one of them, you know. So um, that's kind of how I see Washington. Uh, and then Creep is interesting. Um, I really don't know what to think on on Moncrief. You know, when they signed him, I, I was hoping they were going to bring in a bigger receiver, maybe a Hakeem Butler uh, or Harmon, like I mentioned. Um, you know, a guy like that that was kind of a red zone threat, um, but still had some tools as far as contested catches. Um, I was kind of hoping they were going to do that, and then, Mon- and then you know, and then the Moncrief signing. So we'll see what happens with the draft here uh, over the next few days uh, if that changes. But um, obviously, the offense is going to look different. I mean, when you lose two All Pros, that's that's a big change, uh, and it's. I, I think we can definitely expect a little bit of a step back. Um, but the main piece, even if people hate his guts, the main piece is still there, and that's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah very well said. Very well said. Yeah, I mean, Ben has been the no catalyst for that engine for a long time now. And it's one of the, the top offenses in the NFL. So with him still being there, I can definitely see them while, while taking a small step back, hopefully not missing too much uh, for fantasy owners going forward. Um, so as you're listening to this again, we're probably in the second or third round of the NFL draft. But there are tons of rumors coming out um, for the first round. So a lot of teams looking to move up, potentially for a quarterback. Uh, some teams looking to move down. Um the first one I'll address, and this has been uh, starting to spread pretty widely, is that the Washington Redskins are looking to move up to make a splash quarterback. Um, so whether that be you know, looking for a trade partner in the top five to get there, um, which presumably will be either be for what we think Kyler Murray's going to be number one, uh, or looking for a possibly, probably Dwayne Haskins, um, 
within that top five uh, selection. So wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, we'll start with two drink on this one since you missed out on the uh, Big Ben talk about a potential fit for uh, Dwayne Haskins in Washington. Do you think he starts right away over Case Keenum uh, if they get a deal done uh, and what the potential is there? Uh, I mean, it seems like the Jets are the, the the most likely candidate there just from where they sit at three in front of the Raiders. So I, I think that's kind of where the where the talks have been. Um, I do wonder what the price tag is to move from three to what the, the Redskins are at 16, I believe. So... That's, 15, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's insane. What they have yeah. to give up. But, I mean, as the Jets, that's probably a decent move for them, too. They should be looking at, you know, best player available defensive tackle and not that anybody wouldn't mind adding, like, Quentin Williams. But and their, their line's decent, you know what I mean? They, they need to get a few more picks in there. So thoughts about uh, Haskins potentially playing with the, with the Redskins. I mean, do you think he's going to start week one, or would he be a backup for a little while until Case Keenum shows that he's Case Keenum once again? I mean, that's a it's a new system for both of them going in, right? I don't really love the weapons there, so I hope that nope. they're addressing that as well. Um, you got to feel like they got to make some wide receiver move pick, right? That's that's halfway decent. You would hope you can't throw to just Dotson and I mean Trey. Um, Trey Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> AP in the back with guys, maybe. I think it, I think it's a, a bad situation for for Haskins. Like I think that's a, a bit of a hit if it weren't like I feel like the Giants feels like a better situation for fantasy even if he doesn't play right away. It, it almost seems like unless whoever Washington drafted played out of their minds, that would be Case's job to lose. Right? You'd almost have to think for now, for sure. be more of the future quarterback of that team. Hopefully, when they get some weapons and stuff, don't put him out there with nothing like that. I don't know. That just doesn't work out a lot of times. Some quarterbacks do okay and have 27 carries in a game, and they look like they're NFL quarterbacks, but it just doesn't work, you know? Give the guys some weapons before you throw them out. Well, but who knows who they even draft or what happens. Total speculation here. So, man, we're going to have to get this show out quick. I'll go to Brian. Yeah, I say hi, Mr. Penn State. Like, where's where's uh, Dwayne Haskins, you know, Ohio State quarterback at in your rankings? you got to. You got a little closer eye on him, you know, through some some games. Yeah, I I mean, I Haskins to me is he's he's right there with Murray. Um, I I would I mean I prefer Murray uh, over the two. I think he's a little more dynamic. But uh, you know, the thing about Haskins is he's he he he's a really good pocket passer. Like he he can stand he stands in there. He doesn't get phased uh, when he when he's getting pressured. And in the league, that's important, right? Because these guys all get pressured. Um. So I like him. I would love, I would love him in New York with the Giants. Um, I don't know that they're going to take him. I don't know that he's going to go there though, because I, I, I just, I feel like the Giants are going to not put the quarterback at six and then probably take eight. Yeah. yeah, right. He probably won't be there at 17. Um, you know, so they'll probably end up with something, uh, somebody like, um, Jones or, um, am I, is that the name? I'm Daniel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Jones. yeah right. Just uh, right, right, right. Orloff, right. So, um, you know, I, 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 I like Haskins. I mean, I think he, I think he definitely goes in the top ten of this draft. Um, I just don't know which team. You know, will Jacksonville do it at seven if the Giants pass? Will probably not because they just paid Nick Foles a ton of money. Um, will Denver do it? Denver, you know, um, Denver seems like luck, right? But it, definitely it, heard, heard that. Even Cincinnati, which rumor that's been going circling around the Redskins is, right. is them potentially yeah. trading for 
Josh Rosen. Uh, so, I mean, Rosen on the Redskins, obviously, again, lack of, ta- lack of talent around him, potentially. Rosen's prospect on the on the Redskins, is it any different from any of these young quarterbacks stepping in there? Well, still gross. So gross, Swags. Oh, sorry, did you say me? <laughs> I did. <laughs> My bad. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. Well, we were kind of going a little <laughs> in and out there. I was checking something. So, um, yeah, what was the question? <laughs> Josh Rosen on the Redskins. If, if the Redskins trade 15 overall for Josh Rosen. See, that, and that even at the beginning of that, that's what I thought right away. Like, it, why hasn't right. that happened yet if if they're going to trade Rosen? Why hasn't one of these teams just swept in and done it? Um, I think Rosen's on the team he's going to be with, you know? So I think that these teams will all be trying to move up in the draft and get what is left at that point after Murray and Haskins. Okay, I like that. So you're thinking that they won't get Haskins potentially in Washington, but probably, you know, one of Jones or... One of Jones or Locke will end up at Washington Redskins potentially. Like yeah. the Cardinals, the Cardinals will play in chicken. Like, uh, oh, 100%. Uh, like, take take Murray and then wait for these other teams to freak out when another team moves up and grab the quarterback, and now you have to play uh-huh. higher. Like, that would be that, crazy. Is that dude. the reason we haven't seen it yet? Like, that's the only way. So dangerous. That's so dangerous, though. There was, what, two offers on the table way back when, supposedly. Maybe mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? We'll just wait. Like we do it in fantasy, you know what I mean? Like in our rookie drafts, see where I can get there, and then and, and maybe then I go the ahead rumors and take they'll the take a second. Them. And if that's true, that hasn't happened. Like, come on now, right? So yeah, I got you. yeah, yeah. There's I mean, there's zero chance that they that that. I mean, if they've said, have they said that? They've said that they would take a second. That's BS. No, it was like a rumor at one point from, I don't know if it came from media or whatnot, but there was that rumor that they would take a second. Yeah, I mean, every team in the league would throw a second. Would throw a second sure. round pick to Josh Rosen. Yeah. Right. So, you know, but I don't, these, these, it, this is, this is, this is the biggest question in the draft for me. I mean, this whole Josh Rosen thing is the biggest question in the draft. And I think there's two ways this is going to go. Either Arizona's going to draft Murray at one and trade Rosen. Or they're going to trade back to four and Oakland's going to come up again. Mm. So, yeah, let's talk about the Raiders then because there's been rumors again swirling around that Oakland, uh, one, they sent, they sent all their scouts home. That was what number one. So it's been John Gruden and Mike Mayak sitting in a room for the last six days just, you know, talking football and talking about the trenches and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's these rumors now they're trying to make a splash and move up and get a quarterback. Uh, so I think it's really interesting if, you know, they give a King's Ransom, including their entire, like, first round to uh, to Arizona for, for that pick to get Murray. Um, so let's say they, they make that move to drink. We'll start with you. Like, what happens to Derek Carr? Where does he end up then? Because he would be a, I want to say, extremely sought-after quarterback piece from a bunch of teams. I feel like Swags is our resident Derek Carr lover. Is he? It's it's not. I I don't know if it's love. We'll we'll say I'm a truther. Like more kind of been behind the situation that I I just I think it's asinine to assume that there's a rookie quarterback throwing to Antonio Brown. That's my that's all I've got for you. And and I and I stand by that. If there's a rookie quarterback throwing the ball to Antonio Brown or Anybody else on the team I want out of all of my Raiders shares. I, I want nothing to do with it. It's going to be a whirlwind. If you think that Antonio Brown was hmm. crazy dealing with Ben Roethlisberger, just wait till you're hearing him deal with a rookie quarterback. 
I, I want nothing to do with it. I want it completely out. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. I think that you at least need like the 27 to 28 year old vet with like kind of enamored by the fact that he just got this star wide receiver and excited about that versus the hyped rookie quarterback. I just don't see it working, man. Yeah, I, I think the personality clash would be really interesting there if that's the case. Like, we know Kyler Murray is not the biggest personality. He's not, he's not that Baker Mayfield, rah-rah type of guy from what we've seen so far, uh, who can pro- possibly control some of these egos. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that point, Swags, that A.B. might just flip something. Uh, At some point and, in the season. I'm not saying right now, today, you might right. get time to get excited about it and sell. But, I mean, at some point, I mean, he's going to be very unhappy about I mean, even look at what Larry Fitzgerald said a while back when Antonio Brown has been going through his process, we'll call it, and um, and and he kind of just made the point, like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but you've had like a good quarterback your whole career, like try having twenty that suck. I mean, that's not what he said, you know, but in short, like that was Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald's point, you know. So right, you don't just like he's. Chances are, no matter what, Antonio Brown is downgrading at quarterback. You know, I threw my shade on Ben Roethlisberger at the beginning of the show, and 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 I and I do agree with that, but I also agree with Brian's side. And I mean, he's a good quarterback, so uh, things aren't going to be the same for Brown. And I think they're worse with a rookie. But yeah, I totally agree, Brian. You were, you were starting to talk about the Raiders moving, um, potentially moving up. So yeah, to talk to me about what what do you think they're going to end actually end up doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they're going to make a play at, at, at that top overall pick. I don't think it's a smart move. I mean, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, even if they want a quarterback, I mean, unless you have Murray that much higher on your board, um, you know, or, or in your evaluations, uh, I just can't imagine paying what it would cost to move up three spots. Um, you know, especially when they've set themselves up to here, like the, the, the Raiders, <laughs> You know, of all the crazy stuff they've done since Gruden took over, right? So Mac and all that, that whole situation and, you know, Cooper and that whole situation and now bringing in Antonio Brown and, you know, and, and having the three first round picks, you know, they've set themselves up. And if they do this right and they do this draft tomorrow night, right? Like, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be relevant in the league, um, quickly. You know, they have the opportunity to be relevant pretty quickly. So, um, you know, if, if they jump up to get Murray, I don't know that that does a whole lot unless, unless they're banking that they're going to get a ton of assets for Derek Carr if they move him. Uh, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't see the point in it, uh, per se, but you never know with those two guys, with Gruden and, and Mayock, uh, you just never know, uh, what they're going to do. And, and, um, that organization, you know, they like to look pretty on paper. So we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, if Carr, if, if they do get Murray, I mean Carr, I think Carr is a, I mean he's an above average quarterback too. I mean maybe not fantasy wise, but he's he's an above average quarterback. He's he's better than the Andy Dalton. He's better than the Joe Flacco. He's better than you know he just had his best season. He completed sixty nine percent of his passes, for almost forty one hundred yards. So um, you know I, I don't know. I mean I, I I think he would be very appealing to all of the places that are looking for quarterbacks: Washington, New York, uh, you name it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's an, I, he's an every week starter in, in Superflex leagues, and that's I think uh, pretty much goes without saying. Uh, Car when he's healthy, every week starter, plug him in and, and let let's go for Superflex league. And I'll be excited to see what happens. 
So, I mean, that was pretty bold, but let's talk about some bold predictions for the NFL draft. Uh, we'll start with our, we'll start with our guest, Brian. So, I know you were talking pretty boldly about the Raiders, but do you have any other bold predict- predictions for this weekend coming up? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about the quarterbacks and the fact that I think that more of them are gonna go than, uh, what maybe the draft experts are saying. We're good uh, to five again. I, well, I don't, like yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's very realistic. I do. I think it's very yeah. realistic. I think that, Stupid, you know, I think, yeah, real. agreed, agreed, <laughs> agreed. And I, you know, I think, I think Murray and Haskins probably both go in those first 10, 11 picks. Uh, and then I mm-hmm. think over the, over that the agrees. next seven, eight picks, you're going to have another two and then one, you know, somewhere between 20 and 32 as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be quarterback crazy again, even though this is, in my opinion, not the class to do it. I think next year much better. Sure. Um, so, you know, but, but I, I don't know how bold that is given the, the discussions that we've already had. Um, uh, but that's where my mind was when, when I saw that earlier. Um, I, I just think it's going to be, you know, it always is. It's just always quarterback crazy. Let me ask you that. Who's your fifth guy? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, Will Greer is mine. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, we know it's yours too. Right? <laughs> you know, I. be the second one. But that's a different discussion. I could see that. I could see that. Um, yeah, I would. I, I think it is Greer. I do. I mean, I think Murray, Haskins, Locke, Jones, and, and Greer. Yep. Okay, cool. Two drinks. I knew I liked you. What <laughs> yeah, you go. Two drinks. Full predictions for this weekend. He stole mine. That's. Oh, <laughs> I stole your Will Greer take. I even. I mean, kinda. He's got a shirt. He's got. I should have wrote it. I yeah, he showed I me. I should have wrote it down. Wrote it. That's all right. <laughs> I can. I can go to Swags and then myself, and then go through myself, and then we can go back to you for a second bowl prediction if you have one. Oh, I'll make one. Okay, so Swags bowl prediction for this weekend. Um, I think Pittsburgh drafts a running back. That is fun In the mid rounds, early rounds. What do you think? Uh, no, it'll be like third or fourth round, but it'll be. Okay. A name we know, but you know, somebody that falls at that point, it'll be somebody relevant. Is it more of like one of the satellite, you know, satellite backs, PPR backs, or is it, you know, I don't know, like uh, Barnes, you know, bigger back, kind of do it all? Like, do you think they're still looking for the number one there? That's what you're saying? Oh, uh, man. I, it's you so... hate Connor so much. Um, <laughs> get him, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that Connor's biding time. I, I don't hate the guy. He seems like a, a nice young chap. But <laughs> I have no interest in him. Yeah, I'd love to see them get a running back on that team. So I think that, um, I mean, we've seen that team do so well with so many running backs the last seven, eight years. Um, right, even, why isn't even it more, this guy so. for the next couple on a cheap deal? Why? Well, I don't get it. You're the running back guy. Why do you hate him? It's it doesn't like just because yeah. he's cheap doesn't mean it. that like a third or fourth rounder is still cheap. You know they need something else. They can't just have Connor and Jalen Samuels. No, so. I I got you. I'm not saying they don't big one. I just feel like he. I don't know. You you want to take him earlier. You want that guy to take over and take it away. It's not happening. That's yeah. why it's cold. I I yes. I, I do want a new lead back there. You are absolutely correct. I was kind of hoping that they would get Yeldon because I think Yeldon's better than Connor, to be honest with you. I'm all about Woo! trying to buy some Yeldon shares right now. Call me crazy, yep. man, but I freaking love it, dude. We got Gore there oh. and McCoy and Yeldon, who was kind of an afterthought. You look at what Yeldon did last year, and 
his limited games, you know, he had some production and some usage in those games. But after Fournette came back, I mean, he wasn't really used that well. So I'm all about some Yeldon. I, I was really hoping that would happen. Um, yeah, I think that Connor's just been in a great situation, man. The O-line worked harder for him than they ever worked for Bell. It's just one of those things, man. Like, I, I think the whole team was so sour about Bell that they put all their passion and love into Connor. And, I mean, that helps any player on the field. And then when the team is going to work harder for that player, too, I mean, that can only last so long. They're going to get somebody in there. But maybe it's not this year, but 2020 for sure. That's my bold prediction. I like it. You hate uh, it, so Steve. Don't lie. No, I mean, you're just I, so I, nice. I hate it. It's, def- yeah, it's definitely it. bold. I mean, I'll give you credit there. It's definitely bold. That uh, I think there's a lot of people who think Connor could be the back there until at least his contract's up. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's bold. I think you know if they bring in a rookie, um, I, I think the general consensus will be he won't get much playing time. But if, if you know your opinion is that Connor is more of an average player, maybe some Justice know, Hill. Yeah, sure. As a, as a satellite, but. One of the better satellite backs, like could be really nice. Could be really nice there in Pittsburgh. Daryl Henderson's the other name. Yep. There you go. That's and a good name. A, and they have a history of that too. I mean, they've they've uh, they've often had you know they've had Jerome Bettis with Willie Parker, you know, and combinations like that throughout a long history um, <clears throat> where they've had a you know more of a slasher. Um, and Connor is not a slasher, so no. Um, you know, I, I could, I, I, I could see that. I mean, I could see them adding somebody again. For me, I don't think they're going to invest the draft capital, uh, in, in that, especially, um, you know, especially in win now mode, which they're in. I mean, they have three years to win. Right. And, and yeah. then, you know, so, so, but, but yeah, I could see them bringing in a, a fourth or fifth round, um, you know, exciting playmaking, slashing back like Justice Hill or, or Henderson. Yeah. Love it. So, Mayan, tell me how bold this one is. It's not too bold. I can swap, but uh, yeah. the, the number of I'm just giving you a prerequisite just because I, I need to figure out how bold this is. I was going to say the number of tight ends selected in the first round of the NFL draft will be more than the wide receivers and running backs combined hmm. in the first. In the first, more than what? More than the running backs and nah. combined. Nah, that's a tough one, Steve. I like so, it. Like, I like where you went with it, but you don't get the push. More tight ends. Yep. So more tight yeah. ends. No push. Ooh. Um, so you think three go, or you think two I think I think three. I think three go. I think three will go too. Yeah. Oh. Hawkinson, Fant, and I think Irv Smith. Yeah, yep. I think Irv goes. Yep. Man, I still, I three still tight ends in the first round doesn't make sense. Two drink. Did you have a bold prediction? He's he's, he's got, we're circling around back to two drink. Saving the best for last. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got one. Because Will Greer was his his original one. Oh, that's one. right. I, yeah. yeah. Nope. No, no, I, I, I got one. We're just, we're making sure Steve's is good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's in. Sweet. Yeah. All right, I got mine. Go for it, brother. My, my bold prediction is, oh, crap, where'd it go? Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. I'm coming back. It's that bowl that's gone already. Nope. So, uh, the Chicago Bears draft Miles Boykin to be A-Rob's replacement when they kick him out next year. <laughs> now let's oh, fight no. about Anthony Miller and A-Rob. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, I know two drink. Go for it if you want it. No, I mean they, I think that makes sense. The uh, the tall guy on the outside. I think I think this comes down more to my dislike of Mitchell Trubisky than it does A Rob. I like A Rob the person. I think in this offense they realize <laughs> that's they just need a, a stretcher down the outside that's big. 
A Rob is so expensive next year. It's an easy cut. Let's move on. And Mitch can continue to jump it off to Anthony Miller. It's easy throws. That's all Mitch can make, anyways. That's where this offense is going. Hmm. You're not wrong. Brian. Five touchdowns in the slots. Pretty nice for Anthony Miller. You're it, was one. Se- it was seven, wasn't it? See, I don't even do good even at math. Better. <laughs> I set you up to prove me right. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian's so, going to so, argue for both of you really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do better that way. So. Um, I like Anthony Miller. I, I think he's a talented player. I really do. Um, and, and I think he's going to have a role in this offense. I don't think he's a number one wide receiver. Um, you know, and I do think Allen Robinson is that. Now, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, and that's, that's a big thing. But I think in year two of this offense, um, you know, here, here's, here's the frustrating part for me. I think Allen Robinson, the Allen Robinson that we saw, you know, the 80 catch, 1414 touchdown Allen Robinson. And I'm not, I mean, those were ridiculous numbers, but I think he's a, I think he's a 80 catch, 12, 40 and 10 guy. I think he can be that guy again. Um, so that's why, you know, that's why I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Now, in the comparisons of Boykin, I don't, what was, did Boykin run at, at the combine? Mm. I can't, I can't remember if he ran at the combine. Yeah, he did. He's almost that. a four, so he's four, four, seven, seven, forty. Robinson ran like a four, five, Gosh, nine. Slow. So, so they're not uh, really, they're not, he's more of a, like, I don't know, big, he's more of a, yeah, he's more of a red zone threat. Yeah. yeah, and a tight end. <laughs> Almost. I mean, he's not, not blocking. He's split end, essentially, but, um, so, 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 yes, your take is bold. I, oh, I, the, <laughs> looks like, looks like Boykin, sorry, Boykin ran a 4-4-2. Boykin ran a 4-4-2. I take Miles back Boykin. everything I just yeah, said. Yeah, that feels better. Thanks, Steve. Looking at yeah. it. I take back everything. I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I just go back to me being right. That was good. Yeah. Yep. That old wow. Google machine. Oh, but yeah. but he still has to get drafted there, and they still have to cut him. Like, yep. <laughs> well, and I think I think Robinson. You don't get just to have a nice combine at time and be in two drinks, right? Honest, no, no. That that a that is how it works. I was I was just trying to find a way to get to the A Rob and Anthony Miller fight. To be honest, and I chose a local kid out of Notre Dame, so you know what I mean. Just trying to keep it somewhat somewhat close there. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think that's, I'd still take Allen Robinson over Anthony Miller, though. Right, that's fair. Do, do we bet that already? If not, we could definitely put it on. I, I feel like maybe a couple times. Right. <laughs> Keep adding. Double check it. And so I, I feel like I'll take it like, like at least week one too. We can do it every week. I feel like. But oh, this was Amari and A Rob. That's what it was against uh, Anthony Miller and A Rob. Mm, uh, man, that, I'd take it's the Amari, Amari side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't feel like that's the side you chose earlier. I probably no, not. Was... I'm guessing you were not on the Allen Robinson side of that. <laughs> no, because it was, it was an A-Rob plus 30. <laughs> was I here for that? Well, how did that <laughs> happen? That was you, bro. You took A-Rob plus 30 for some reason. He must have really egged me on on that <laughs> one. I, I think he did. You got hosed. I can only that imagine like the conversation leading up to it. He probably had me all fired up, and I was like, yeah, whatever you want. Really <laughs> bad, man. You got to take it, my man. Yeah, you think I'm the one drinking, but yeah. <laughs> that's what it does to me. All right, red, red stag tonight. It's pretty nice. Nice, Jim Bean, give us money. <laughs> that would be the goal, right? Um, go, yeah, call any shout out for, for any liquor company. Please give us money. <laughs> or the scum. We will drink your pod on our podcast. <laughs> um, 
So before we get into our Superflex trade segment, let's hear about the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. One of the best things we do, I say it every week, man, over 30 people have real NFL jobs going through the Scouting Academy's curriculum uh, in the mm-hmm. scouting departments, uh, general manager role. It's just an amazing, amazing curriculum. So check it out, Scouting Academy. Uh, so now to our Superflex Trades. We've got mm-hmm. a bunch in here. Two drink, yeah. What's up? Nope, I realized we're doing trades. I'm trying to pull, pull up the poll. <laughs> I, oh, <okay. laughs> I just checked my emails, and nobody has accepted or rejected any of my offers. Must be shitty offers. I guess so. Gotta get on that, man. Gotta, gotta make it better. Gotta Did you better. send me one? I'm checking. No, you never accept. That's because you're sending like shitty offers. That's why nobody else is. Like, you add, like, three <laughs> things to it. You're like, that, that seems like a pretty even trade. It's just blah, blah, blah. Like, let me add three firsts to my side. <laughs> okay, sweetie. Just hit accept now. <laughs> it works sometimes. First trade from at Ball and Baby 7 Carry on Johnson and Devontae Adams, or Keenan Allen, Derrick Henry, Jameis Winston, Edo Smith, Kenny Stills, and a 2022nd. Uh, these yeah, are all. We have a show sheet. Gosh, yeah, keep on coming. Yeah, these are all super flex. Don't don't you uh, don't you complain? You asked for this one to be talked about. You literally asked for this one. Oh, I remember it now. Now you do. I had you to want, use my remembery skills. Well, this one is like it's for me. This is. The side with the quarterback, like yeah. no doubt, dude. Like Keenan no Allen and Devontae Adams have to be closer together than we want them. I know Adams is above Allen in most rankings right now, but I don't think it's that crazy that Derrick Henry outplays carry on this year. I don't want it to be true, but let's be realistic. And then you get a quarterback, another running back. Uh, well, I don't know. Like, what can we count Kenny Stills as? Um, Five receiver four. Maybe that was. I was gonna. Yeah, like Waterboy and a twenty twenty seven. I'll take all yeah. that, dude. I'll take all the pieces. Yep, I agree. Brian, what are you thinking here? Yeah, I agree as well. I agree as well. Um, you saw Keenan Allen really like I, I did. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm like I love Keenan Allen, so uh, yeah, I saw that, and and I do. I, I have come full circle on Devontae Adams, uh, so I like him uh, kind of like everybody else now. I was kind of a hater uh, previous to last season, but. Uh, but I like him now. But yeah, to, to me, I, the value I think is on is on the side. I mean, anytime you're getting a quarterback, and especially you know, people like to knock on Jameis, and he very well could be out of Tampa uh, in a year or two. That, I mean, that's a real possibility. But it's also a possibility that with Bruce Arians coming in there to teach him, um, you know, I mean, he's kind of a quarterback whisperer a little bit. So I don't know. I I don't think Jameis is as bad as everybody else does. I mean, yeah, he has moments, obviously. I mean. Winston will be work. somewhere, you have to think, right? Yeah, yeah, I Probably think so. Probably Steelers or something. <laughs> I, you know what, to be, I, to be completely honest with you, I'd take him. Right? I'd take him. I'd take him, yeah. A couple of years, so, you know, Ben's um, gone, bring Winston in. Yep, yep. 
So, but no, and I, and I like the other guy I like in this deal is Ito. Um, yes. You know, I think that's a really nice opportunity for him. I think he steps into the Tevin Coleman role pretty easily there. Um, or, or, or maybe not. Maybe he steps into Devontae Freeman's role and Devontae Freeman plays more of the Tevin Coleman role. I don't know. Um, but I think he definitely, he definitely is going to have value in that Atlanta offense. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on that side with you guys as well. Even, even after the Falcons drafted David Montgomery? Are you sure? I, I don't think. <laughs> I just, I just keep throwing both takes out. That's cool. I want that side off though, but that's only 51%. Really? I can't, all of us went that side, so 4 no wow. here, but 51%. Wow. Well, that's interesting. That's really, I guess because Everyone loves carry on and Devontae's, I guess, a consensus. Do you think they just five. vote too quick? I mean, I, I know we've heard that before, like, oh, did you see the trade is super flex? And, and we, we go on yeah. those rants. But, I mean, do we, is that really the problem here? Do people not see what's what's going on or they're not I mean, understanding too- the situation? But, man, even you take away the super flex, and I'm, I still think that you want a lot of those pieces. I mean, even if yep. just for assets to trade and, man. 241 votes, you know what I mean? Like, if it was under 100, you know what I mean? I'm, I might say closer to that, but sure. it's the, the poll itself is labeled, you know, decently. It's not hidden in there or anything. So, yeah. Well, Range. all Range. four of us are smarter than at least 120 of those people <laughs> on that poll. So, you want to listen to us on this one. And wow. You're I, welcome. I, I wonder where the hype is in the side that's getting carry on in Adams like you think that it's both players or is it just after Adams here or what because that's Probably like both. so much you you gotta love carry on if you make this deal yep. you have yeah. to yeah. And, and be sitting on at least three other really solid quarterbacks you would hope like, I don't feel like like you said like we want that one anyways but I'm not giving up my you know, my third quarterback to, to make that happen to get those pieces I'm just happy that we're smarter than at least 120 people <laughs> It's, man, cool. it's a good day. It's a good yeah. day. Next one from at TV12 uh, underscore balls. Made me think of Steve right away. Did you think of Steve right away too, Drink? Of course. <laughs> and and sucks, figured right? you guys could. Well, and I figured you guys maybe you could throw this in my face too. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, half point PPR. Uh, Jarvis Landry or Chris Goblin in the 111. So, this was a fairly simple. Easy response for me. It's the Chris Godwin side. I feel like Godwin and Landry are pretty comparable assets at this point in time. In the minds of most dynasty dynasty owners, I would value Godwin a bit higher than Landry at this point. And you're just getting an extra first rounder on top of it. No brainer for me. Yeah, I'm going to just stick with what Steve said, and I'm going to sit there with him and see what Brian's got to say. And two drinks time to come out. So Mr. Har, Mr. Har, where did Chris Godwin go to school? Uh, He went to Penn State. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, um, yeah, but no, I, I, I'm with you guys on this one. I think, I mean, they're they're close enough in value, even if you prefer Landry, that a first round pick uh, more than makes yeah. up the value for me, especially uh, with the other weapons that are now emerging in uh, Cleveland. I mean, Odell Beckham, <laughs> he's going to get a lot of targets, guys, right? So, I mean, Jarvis Landry, you know, kind of has made his his living. Um, catching a ton of passes, right? He doesn't score very many touchdowns. So, um, you know, I, I think the volume actually takes a dip here. Uh and, and Godwin is a is a rising asset. So uh yeah, this is this one's pretty easy for me. I would take the Godwin side. Um and it wouldn't take me too long to think about it. Two drink. 
I hate that this is what it is now. I hate <laughs> I, know. I know. I hate I hate that I should tell oh, everybody this happened though. I mean the take this... No uh, of course. It makes no sense to keep Elvis Sandy here, even for me. Like I would take Chris Godwin in the pick. I'm gonna move Godwin to somebody else. I'm just sad because that means I'm not getting Landry back in that league. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other person in my league that believes in Landry like I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's usually only one or two of us, so that's <laughs> that's what makes me you know sad at that point. But you got to so think this Godwin. is a league that you're in. No, this isn't mine. Oh. No, I'm just saying in general. Like, if I'm making this deal, yeah, I'm not it. getting Landry back. No, he no, he paid up. Yeah, eighty-five percent Chris Godwin and a one eleven over five hundred fifty votes. Oh. I hate, I hate where Chris Godwin is. Just because of Steve, I guess. I'm being mean. Move on. <laughs> it's just because I mean you're a Landry guy. It's, it's cool, man. You have your guys, your Sammy and Landry. It, it's totally cool. It to drink. It does not so, make Godwin Mike Evans. So you're good. Yeah. Oh not. yeah. I'm never on that one. No. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> next one next one from at King Style 16 10 team full PPR Andy Dalton and the 1.01 or Jarvis Landry and Aaron Jones hey. interesting one here to drink I'll save you for, for the end here uh, we'll, start, we'll start with Brian yeah so this one's a little bit more difficult um, you know in Superflex leagues those starting quarterbacks are so valuable but I don't know I I so I also have to preface this by saying um, I'm probably there. There's there's three to five of us uh, in in Dynasty Twitter that uh, are absolutely insane about Aaron Jones, and I'm one of those guys. So um, I would I would probably leave the Landry Jones side here, uh, even though it, you can get that's Godwin in one eleven for Landry on the bright side. I'll buy you. Yeah. That if <laughs> there you go. So, so I'll just I'll just flip okay. him for Godwin in the one eleven. I would take that Dalton in one on one side. I'm even in ten team, um, which I I do not prefer to play, and I I am not in any of those in Superflex at this point. Um, but uh, even in that, I want the quarterback in that one on one. This is going to be out before your rookie drafts, but after the NFL draft. But to me, now is not the time to be trading your rookie picks that you've held on this long. You've held on to them all offseason into this draft. The value of them is going up every single day, and now is when you're trading them. That's just silly. Like, hang on to them a couple more days, a few weeks. I don't know. You'll get a little bit more. Yep. But I want that Dalton and 101. Yeah, I love Dalton the one on one side as well. Uh, and one thing I did not mention before that team with I guess with Dalton already has Breeze, Wentz, and Foles. So again, you're you're still selling a strength here, but yeah, I think the one on one is worth more than uh, the Landry Jones side, Landry and, and Jones side, and Dalton. Uh, on top of that's also a nice asset to have. So I will take the potential two quarterback side for that one. Two drink. I mean, are we in agreement at this point? Kyler Murray's one on one. One, yeah. I think so. Probably. Are? Brian? Yeah. 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 Cool. No, definitely. Okay. Yeah, sure. Swags, you said probably. Yeah. I mean, you want to put, put the running back there. All right. Who knows, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'll, you should uh, already know. I, I don't mind um, changing ADP <laughs> if I like a situation after the draft. Not at all. No, I hate it. Um, I, feel, I feel like the price is, is fine. And and I'm gonna no, I gotta take Dalton in the one on one. 
I want to take I want to take Jarvis. You want? I couldn't on the other side. And I got three good ones. Uh, no, I'll take the one on one because I'm gonna take Murray. I'll figure it out. Now I got five quarterbacks. There you go. I feel like five, this five. next trade we can skip over really quick. It, it probably was posted before the news, and to, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not close for me. Yeah, not close for me either. So just next one, real quick. I wouldn't even uh, count here. From at Dynasty C underscore two one five full point PPR Tyreek Hill or Robert Wood in the two hundred one. I think now with the news coming out, I think Tyreek Hill unanimous. If I'm wrong, let me know. Yeah, Tyreek said. Yep, Tyreek come said. strong with your offers. Cheese and rice. Yeah. Yep. It, it only has an hour left, so yeah. I mean, it's it's probably from last night, you know, full day yep. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So it's fifty two percent Woods in the two hundred one right now, but. So I mean, a lot of that came before, before the news, yep. you know, because that was you know that's before only before uh, you heard these smart before. guys on the mic. That's so. right. <sighs> Next one from I love this at Drinking Steven Seagal. <laughs> Twelve team full PPR tight end premium point two five per carry. Jimmy Garoppolo and the one dot seven and one dot ten or Tyree Kill Cooper Cup and the two out oh eight. Fun trade. A lot of fun pieces here. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll start with our guest, Brian. Ooh. Yeah. So I think I'm taking the Tyreek side in this one, too. Um, I, I, I like those first round picks, um, but I love Cooper Cup, too. So, I mean, I don't know. You're getting two pretty uh, nice receivers here. Um, and, and here's the other thing. I'm lower on Jimmy Garoppolo than most people, too. I just I don't know. Like, what do we? I'm we, guessing this is an actual trade offer to drink. Maybe. Could be. Um, Brian, you might want to check your team in Trade Addict nope. Six. Oh, love. No, that. it's no, it's not his. I was. Oh. Is sense. it in that league? It could be. It's it's getting more and more interesting. Okay. I I, uh, I saw the code. I know the way the <laughs> show goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you are one side of this. <laughs> That is that is a correct fact in this. And then I have to guess else, that someone else to drink. I'm not in this league, but he's trying to acquire Tyreek and Cooper Cup. I couldn't see him selling them. <laughs> is, is that accurate? <laughs> so I think I know who owns him. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'll I'll try to get it out quick to drink, but I'll buy you some time. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm you thinking could have gotten I'm this done yesterday. <laughs> probably. You know what I mean, though? The more you look at it, just like that, because it's, it's not a bad offer, but yesterday, like, if you didn't wait for, if you would have taken on that risk for one day, you might have got the deal done with Tyree. Uh, oh, my. So I see who you're dealing with, too. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think I would, I would prefer the hillside. Um, and especially yep. given the news today, but I I don't think it's an awful offer though. Uh-huh. I really don't, and especially so. The other thing is looking at his quarterback situation. It make I mean it kind of makes sense for him to do. So is this I an mean, offer or something you're thinking about shooting out there? Or what's the deal here, two drink? Um, there's there's been a little back and forth. Okay, yeah, yeah. give it a try, man. Yeah, I mean his given his roster, I don't think it's a bad deal for him either. But I I would I mean I would. What if you take the 208 out or leave the 208 in and that way you have some room to take it out if he doesn't like it? Then you can say, well, what if without the 208? Or maybe kind of, 
He's yeah. drinking like you, and he's like, oh, sure, let's do that. <laughs> you know, you never know. I, <laughs> Brother, I doubt he's drinking like me. You know what? Hey, so so I will say to drink, mad respect, because your guys in Trade Addict 6, you own, like, all the guys that you've commented on tonight that are your guys, so Watkins, Landry, you own them <laughs> all in Trade Addict I mean, 6. Yep, that's, he's six I do, and, and lives the brand. And yeah. Almost all of my leagues, dude. So, like, Adams is another one of mine, and that was a tough one for me to trade away, but I think I got David Johnson, the 107 and the 110 yep. from that. So, like, to me, I'm moving Adams, you know what I mean, and the 107, and, or, you know what I mean, to get Cooper Cup and Perry Kill now, and I can afford the quarterback depth, um, you know, move, I think. Yeah, for sure. Let's do the real Halupkas. Yeah, so last one, this was a trade that went down a bit earlier today. Uh, so 14-team full PPR, .25 per carry and tight end premium. Todd Gurley or Antonio Brown and a 2021st. Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for me. Two drink. Uh, it's close. It's close, dude, but it's, it's, it's good. Sweet. Nice. I got Gurley. Nice. So, good work. You know, I love, you know, yeah, I love that, that deal a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, kind of trading from a spot of strength my wide receivers. So my top three were Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, and Keenan Allen. Uh, um, I feel much better about it now. Yeah, and I literally had zero running back depth, so I needed a running back early. Um, so nice. happy to get this deal done with uh, another pretty good owner who has a bunch of what of running backs. He's got Gurley and Christian McCaffrey, uh, and his wide receivers look pretty much like duty. So um, love it. Try to help both of us, hopefully. Um, so yeah, happy to, happy to see that one work out. I think in both both of our favors. Um, but yeah, so before we uh, before we let Brian go, uh, tell everyone where they can find you one more Aww. time on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys can find me at Brian Har FF. That's B R I A N A J R R F F on Twitter. Um, you can find my work over at DLF, um, and I am also a half of the Trade Addicts podcast at Trade Addicts Pod. Um, with at Dynasty Outhouse, uh, shout out to my boy. Um, so yeah, no guys, I really, really appreciate you having me on tonight. This was a blast. Oh, uh, absolutely, man! Thank you for making the time this busy rookie week. I'm yeah, glad you're both predicting. You guys got to check out <laughs> all the stuff he just said. If you haven't, great stuff. So much fun, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so Swag's work. The folks find you on Twitter. I am at dff underscore Swag. Two drink. At FL Two Drink Minimum, at Superflex Pod, and at trying to send Brian a trade. Now. Yeah, I was gonna Woo-hoo! say how the why wasn't that trade for him? And we are out. I interrupted the real Holupka. That's right, bro. You know who last he is. Last trade. Last trade. I'm at Nico One Two O Five One Eight. That's what started the fight. Twelve team point five PPR. One quarterback. Carry on Johnson. Or A Rob and Lamar Miller. Swags. Uh, A Rob and Lamar Miller. What was the other side of that? Carry on. Yeah, one quarter of it. Uh, I'll take the carry on side just because I don't. I mean, I can't have Lamar Miller on my team. That sucks. I wouldn't want to drop a piece of shit for Lamar Miller. So I don't know who I'm taking off my team to add in. Same, same for me. Two drinks. Carry on. Unanimous. Carry on, Johnson. What? But this is when Brian realized he was wrong with the This is a cheek, and that's how I win. We're gonna cut it there, so it doesn't matter exactly. 
I don't even need to edit it. Brian, thanks a ton for coming on. For yeah, sure. guys. No, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. That was a blast.